I am so excited for today's podcast. I got to interview Allie Glover and she is a social media manager and content strategist. And in our interview, we talk about why social media gets a bad rap, how to create content in a way that's fun and inspiring instead of getting caught up in the game or comparing yourself to others, where to get content ideas when you feel stuck and how to be consistent while also being flexible and not so robotic in the creation process. If you create your own content, you are going to love this episode. I've coached nearly 100 women about their screen time, and here's what I've learned. Women actually don't care about their screen time. They care about those things that are impacted by their screen time. Their ability to be patient with their kids, the growth of their business, having time to pursue their creative dreams, their relationship with their husband, the inner peace that they feel, their confidence in themselves, their connection with God, their friendships, not missing out on their kids' childhoods. I'm Alex, and I'm here to help you find inner peace, enjoy true fulfillment, and be fully present. Welcome to the Mindful with Media podcast. I am so excited to have Allie Glover here today. So do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit? Thank you for having me. As Alex mentioned, my name is Allie. I own my own social media management and photography business called Hey Allie Glover. I kind of named it after me because I feel like I chase after people and do all the things that they don't want to do in the social media world, which is actually super fun. I love it. And I started my photography business in 2020, right when COVID hit. Oh my <laughs> gosh. In the old days. <laughs> and then it kind of evolved from there. I got my first like social media management gig and it kind of evolved into that. Now I kind of do a lot of like, I guess, integrative stuff where I do like brand photos and their social media, which is fun. And like I do like coaching and it's just been super fun. So I never know how quite to explain my business because it's just kind of a compilation of everything that I love to do. But that's basically the gist of it. Which is so cool because I think it's awesome that you are kind of like the whole package, you know, like you don't have to have somebody separate to do your branding photos and your social media and deciding what you want to do. Anyways, so I think that's awesome. Thank you. It is so much fun. And just give us a little bit of background on like your your personal life too. You don't have to go into a lot of detail, but oh, just... <laughs> oh let's see. I can talk <laughs> about my business all day, but when it comes to talking about me, I'm like, my business is my life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I have a sweet boy named Lincoln and I am pregnant with another boy right now. So that kind of consumes my life outside of my business. My family is everything. I mean, short and sweet, but there's not oh, much. I love that. <laughs> love that. Thank you. Okay. So we are going to be talking about all things social media today. And I wanted to just kind of start off this discussion with why social media gets a bad rap and any of your thoughts on that. Oh, for sure. And I think when I think about this question, what it comes down to is the fact that social media is just so influential, like it influences us so much. 
Like I can sit on the couch and scroll through TikTok and then just feel terrible about my life after. Or you can sit and scroll on Instagram and be uplifted. And you really are just so impacted by like what you choose to consume, which is so crazy. It reminded me when I was thinking about this question, a quote came up to my head from Eleanor Roosevelt. And it says, people inspire you or they drain you. Pick them wisely. And I think that's exactly the same message with social media. Social media can inspire you or it can drain you and pick you apart. So it's up to you to choose what you want to do with it. Because if we aren't careful, like a lot of people assume and have experienced, I'm sure they can easily get addicted to social media or just leave not feeling good about it. And I mean... I feel like that's what most of the society does. That's why it has such a bad rap. But it doesn't need to be that way. We can choose to look at the inspiring stuff and to use it in a way that is going to empower us, which I think is really cool. Amen. I agree with that on such a deep level that it can be this awesome, inspiring place. And that's something that I've shared on my podcast before that I used to have this really negative view of social media. I think like you say, because it was so influential to me and I felt like it wasted so much of my time and I just left feeling blah every time I used it. And I kind of had this like disagreement. We were just dating at the time. I'm now married to him, but my husband, he totally disagreed. He was like, no, social media is awesome. Like there's so much good you can do with it. And like the connections and you can be inspired and you can inspire other people. And I was like, Yeah, but like that hasn't been my experience. And so now that I've learned the tools to make sure that it is that kind of experience and it is a positive thing, I am like, yeah, social media is awesome. It it can be awesome. So I love that quote you shared. I totally agree. I feel like as a business owner, you can get so lonely, but I've met some of like the best people ever and like some of my best friends on social media. And it's just so crazy how much that those people that you find can inspire and uplift you. So like you said, you just have to be super smart about it. Yes, it's so true. Okay, the next thing I kind of want to talk about is how can we create content in a way that is fun and inspiring? This is a great question. And basically anyone that I find in my world on social media has this exact same question. Because as a business owner or a mom or just a social media consumer in general, there is so much out there and there's so much pressure to have to post all the time and to do this and to do that. And most of the time, that just leaves you feeling deflated and like posting on social media is a chore. And I am totally against that. (laughs) If you've been in my world, you know that I do not believe in forcing out content just because you feel like you need to post something. And like, honestly, those posts don't do so well either. Like they come from a place of just like forcefulness, not like easiness and like fun, inspiring. It's just like the opposite. There's different vibes. And your audience can sense that. Like, oh, exactly. (laughs) You're bored and forced. Yeah. (laughs) So what I like to help my clients do basically is find a way of like creating content that feels fun and inspiring for them. And I found that this usually looks different for every single person because each business owner has their own like natural talents and skills and abilities and things that they love to do. 
So when you really tap into what you specifically love to do and how you can use your talents and abilities on social media, that is where you're going to shine. Mm -hmm. That is where your business is going to take leaps and grow so much and it is going to be a lot more fun for you and less draining. So I do have a few other tips we can talk about, but I'd say that's kind of the first thing that came to my mind when you yeah. asked that. That that was so interesting as you were talking that just something that I've heard before, but it resonated on a different level when you were talking how just be yourself, like just be you. I think it's so easy when you're creating content to hide behind like what people are going to think or what you think people want to see or what other people are doing that are in your same niche, 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 and how they're successful and hiding behind what you think will do well, but it actually backfires and it's more successful from like a vanity metric point of view to just be yourself. (laughs) And it's more fun and inspiring that way too, for you and for your audience. Well, and I've seen that in so many of my clients, like one in particular at first, was just so fixated on like, okay, I'm going to do this because this creator did this and they went viral. And every time she did that, they would not go viral. Uh. And so finally, when they got into the habit of just like filming things that were fun to them and like kind of showing their own personality, that's when things took off and their account got so much more traction, which I think is just a lesson that we can all learn that people can sense your authenticity And they want to be able to sense the real you. And if you aren't having fun yourself, they're not going to have fun either. They're not going to want to watch you. (laughs) Yeah. They're going to go watch the other people that that's authentic for them. (laughs) Exactly. Another thing that I would suggest doing if you're looking to find a way for you that is fun and inspiring to create content is to just find a simple way to fit it into your already established daily routine. Like you can film things that aren't just related to like your business. You can film yourself playing with your dog at the dog park. Like you can literally film yourself doing anything. Film yourself doing the dishes for all I care. Like people are interested in seeing these random things. So just being able to take, I don't know, a tripod and just document moments of your life is not only fun for you to look back on and be like, oh yeah, that kind of makes my loading the dishwasher look like super fun. And you're like romanticizing it when you look back on it. But like, I feel like that it can just be an easy way to have a content bank so that when you do have ideas, you're just be like, oh, I'm just going to put up this reel with this really profound thought I just thought of. And that can make it super fun and easy And I find that a lot of posts like that where you're in it and you're kind of giving a glimpse of your own personal life are a lot of the posts that do get a lot of traction from people. Totally. I had a flipstick. Have you ever used one of those? Yeah. (laughs) I had one last summer. And like you say, like I I got it for my business so that I could more easily just stick out in the microwave and film me baking with my kids or yeah doing whatever I do I don't know like and I used it so that I could make reels like that but it was so fun because now I have these videos of my normal life with my kids and yeah these memories with my kids and so it is so fun like you say more than just for the purpose of social media to have 
it's for you too for your own life for your own fun like I mean I started out as a photographer so I have like the biggest opinion that like photos and videos are my favorite thing I just love them so much and I like I've had just too many experiences where I've taken photos of like a family and then someone has like passed away and they're like we're just so glad we have these photos or I've just taken pictures of like random memories and we've looked back and we're like oh like we're just so glad that we have these because then this happened and it was really hard and like it's just crazy how like meaningful those moments can be for your own personal life so I think it's like double duty it's like killing two birds with one stone like journaling your life in a way but also being able to inspire others with the life that you're living and like teaching them the skills and gifts that you have to give them as well yes I love that do you have any suggestions or ideas on how to you know, take photos and videos during your daily life, but not become so obsessed with it that it like distracts you from being in the moment? Yes, that is a good question because I've definitely been on both ends of the spectrum where it does seem like really obsessive. And then there's also other times where it's just like, oh, to my husband, like, oh, why don't you just video me playing with Indy right now? Because it's just fun. And then I look back at that video and I'm like, oh, I can use this for content. So I think you just have to go into it with an attitude of like, okay, this is for me and like not just fixate on it. I don't even know if that makes sense. I feel like that doesn't answer the question. I think you know if you're being too obsessed with it, you know, like (laughs) yeah, you can sense that. And I think this is something I'm still kind of navigating and figuring out. Something that I have used as a standard in the past is like one photo and one video her experience so like sometimes I'll be on a hike with my kids or at the park or something like that and I just want to like take a picture of everything they do or like everything but just having like nope like this one memory was documented now we can move on has been like I love a standard I can use and I I totally want to do that now I'm like that sounds perfect because I can picture myself in the past where I'm like, okay, I'm going to film myself like working on this Canva design, but then I feel like I have to move my tripod at like 12 different angles. And then it's (laughs) like been a half hour and I'm like, okay, I feel like I just wasted like my whole afternoon trying to film that video. And like, is anyone going to care that I put different angles on there? Probably not. Like I don't want some professional YouTube artist that's going to be on a commercial. Like I don't care those angles, you know? So it's just funny because I feel like we as humans can easily, I guess, fall into that trap of being obsessive. But I think what you said of like setting an intention at the beginning and be like, okay, I'm only going to do one video for this experience and one picture and that's going to be great. Or even like asking those around you to keep you accountable of being like, okay, if you see me taking lots of videos, tell me to calm down. Yeah, yeah. I can be helpful too. (laughs) Yes, I love that. Yeah. And I think it totally depends on your personality and the experience. And I think it it will take experimenting for yourself to see like what feels right for you. Exactly. And that's what I strongly believe in is like helping people discover what feels right for them, because what's right for me probably won't be right for you. Vice versa. We all have (laughs) a different lifestyle and personality in ways that our business and content creation are going to fit into that. I totally agree. I think that's that can apply to lots of parts of life, right? Oh, for sure. 
The next thing that I would love to discuss is how can you create content without getting caught up in like the game or comparing with others or like being so obsessed with the algorithm? Such a loaded question. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, sorry. laughs> I know. <laughs> so like every single person I know struggles with this, at least on some aspect. Me, probably a lot more than other people. I don't know. <laughs> I've definitely learned my lessons. Um, Because as a business owner, right, like it's so easy to, to look at this other business owner and be like, oh my gosh, that they're doing amazing. I wish I was like that. Like I wish I had that many views or was making that much money. Like why am I not that successful? And that can just be so detrimental to your attitude overall. Like we were talking about earlier where it's like, what you choose to focus on is what you're going to feel. And so I've just learned personally that I cannot compare like my day 100 to someone's day 1000. Like you don't know what level and what lessons they've learned in their business or in their life that have brought them to where they are. And they don't know what, yeah. you, what you've gone through. Like you just can't look at someone's profile and be like, oh, well, I know they did this and did this and they're doing this. You You don't know that. That's the thing. Yeah. We're, most of the time, it's just us in our head telling ourselves that they have something that we want or something. It's like a completely made up perceived notion. <laughs> and yes. I'm completely guilty of this. So when I get in a trap like that, I just have to really pull back and just be like, okay, well, am I giving my 100%? Like, how do I feel like I'm doing my business? Is there more I could do? Like, and if there is, then sure, maybe I'll focus my energy on that. And if I genuinely am doing my best and I'll just be like, okay, I have given the universe, I've given God everything I can. And there's no reason that I'm not going to succeed because of that. Does that make yes. sense? Yes. And that's interesting. Like what you say about just getting caught up in what we see, you know, I think there's so much like clickbait stuff of like, grow this many followers in this many days or make this much money in this many days and just like makes it seem like it's like overnight success yeah, and so easy it makes it seem like it's completely normal yeah yeah exactly and like the other thing I feel like on my journey of learning this well one thing that's really fascinating there's something called cultivation theory which is where it's this idea where basically like the more time you spend on social media, the more likely you are to believe that that's real life. Even if you logically know that it's not true, yeah. your subconscious, how does that work? Is not strong enough or I'm like getting these all mixed up. Basically, oh, it's I like, know what you're trying to say. Yeah. It's sure. like you, your subconscious isn't strong enough to overcome that logical knowledge to believe that it's not true. I, I think I got those. No, right, that, that might have been mixed up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that cultivation theory is like a fascinating thing. And then I think the other thing is like, it's so easy to get caught up in, well, I want a lot of followers or I want to make such and such amount of money. And then I'm take a step back and I'm like, that's not even what I want in my business. I think it's, it's just, just like so really glamorized to, that you're like, yeah, oh, you makes that. me, you think that you want that. And you're like, yeah. I actually don't want that. Like, I'm really happy with where my business is right now. And I want to expand it and grow it in ways, but not in those ways. Like, I don't know. I think just remembering why you're even doing what you're doing, like the purpose of your business. Oh, 
Exactly. And just being grateful for what you have too, I feel like makes a big difference too. Like when you're actually focusing on like, wow, I have like 500 people who follow me and are like actually invested in what I have to say. Like how amazing is that? Yes. Of a room filled of like 500 people. That's a lot. That is so much. I feel like the perspective and like choosing to be grateful is also a big thing too, that can be so hard to focus on when you're in in that negative comparison headspace. Yes. I think I used to think like, oh, once I have like 10,000 followers, then I'll be a successful business owner, or then I'll know that people like what I have to offer. But like you say, it's like, that's just a random threshold. And it's like, even if I help one person, like I care about that one person. And yeah, for me, it's, it's not about the followers. I totally agree. Okay. A lot of people that I talk with, whether that's friends who are business owners or some of my clients are also business owners and they they get stuck on content ideas. I feel like this is kind of like two, two sides of the same coin. Either they get stuck on coming up with content ideas or they have like so many content ideas, but they don't know how to like put it into actually creating content. What advice would you give them? But the first thing that comes to mind is a slow down. Like you gotta take it easy on either <laughs> side of the spectrum. And that could mean like taking a break from social media or posting in general. Um, it can mean take time to like just literally sit and just sit in your thoughts and just think, okay, what's most important to me right now? How can I best serve those in my audience right now? And really just tune in to what you as a person have to offer. I feel like can be the biggest thing in helping you when you're in a rut of like, oh, I have so many things that I don't know what to do. I don't know where to get started. Or I just don't even know what to do because I have nothing. (laughs) I feel like that can help in both situations. Yes. It sounds so like counterintuitive because I'm like, slow down. Like, well, why, why do that? Like... I have the hardest time slowing down because my brain goes a million miles per hour all the time. But I am like the second person where I have a million ideas and then none of it gets done because I, it's all just there. And then I'm like too overwhelmed. So what I found helped me is every morning when I'm going to post for myself or like work on my own business, I will just start with a prayer and I will just sit down and write in my journal, like whatever comes to mind, like I will ask God, okay, what do I need to tell people today? Then I'm just going to go with that, whatever my heart tells me. And I just try not to overthink it and trust that I'm being led in a direction that is going to help someone because ultimately that's the goal of like what I want to do. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, I'm sure that's what your goal is too. So I'd say that's my biggest piece of advice. Other things you could do is if you're feeling stuck like in a rut and you really just don't know what to post I always recommend to people going back to all of your older posts seeing what performed well and maybe you're purposing like an old carousel and turn it into like a real format which could be fun or if there's a post that didn't do well but you love the topic on revamp it take it to a new Uh. level try some new things and that can be really fun to get the creative juices flowing So that's just something else that I would recommend doing. 
Oh, I love those so much. A little vouch for Ali. I don't know if you still do these, but I had like a content strategy call. I don't know what you call them, but yeah. <laughs> um, kind of like a little coaching call with Ali where I was feeling exactly what you described, just like stuck and bored of my content. And it was so helpful because she helped me yeah, take a step back. You probably helped me slow down. And basically, I think you helped me not be so worked up about the strategy. I think this was my takeaway yeah. and just yeah. be more focused. Yeah. Like you said, on like, what do I want to share and what does God want me to share? And it's interesting because that has led me to this week. I had a little nudge to take a break totally off social media. And mm -hmm. I've been doing what you said, like in that time, I would have been posting on my stories or posting my posts or reels. I've just been journaling and I have had so many very clear content ideas come. And it's been so fun because I haven't seen anything else to compare it to. It's been just like my thoughts oh, and, my words and my words. Yeah. I yes. love it so much. <laughs> so I totally agree with you. And if you are still offering those, everybody run and go chat with yes. Ali because <laughs> I'll probably offer another round here in, in mid-March so okay you know, <laughs> so follow Ali and watch out for those <laughs> yeah that was super helpful anything else on content ideas another thing that came to mind when you need content ideas is going and getting inspiration from other creators but with the disclaimer that you need to give credit when due uh, and you should make it your own. Personally, like if I'm really feeling stuck, maybe I'll go on Pinterest or TikTok and just search like a certain like phrase and just kind of watch some different videos of what other people's ideas are. And usually that gets my own wheels spinning. And I won't post the exact same thing they did, but maybe I'll think a thought that I was like, oh, well, I don't agree with that, but I agree with this. And I want to talk about this uh, now. Like it'll it'll plant seeds of like ideas of things that maybe... I have a different perspective on or I mean a similar perspective but like my own take on it that I can share with people and hopefully teach them so I mean obviously okay. be careful when doing that but I do think that there is nothing wrong with leaning on other business owners to learn more and get inspiration as long as you can like I said make it your own experience <laughs> I totally agree with that and I have an episode I can't remember what it's called. I think I call it like be a creator more than a consumer, which is a really popular idea that I think most people have heard of. But something that I talk about in that episode is how I don't think being a creator more than consumer is just like creating more than you consume. I think it's consuming because we all are going to consume in one way or the other and then creating something out of what you consume. Like exactly. whether that's, yeah, different content or I mean, creating. that's how trends work, right? Like someone yes. does a trend and then it explodes and everyone does their own take on it. Like, yes, and that's always fun to do too. Like there's well, nothing wrong with that. Have you heard of that book? Oh no, what's it called? Steal Like an Artist by Austin Kleon. He talks about how like no idea is original. There's nothing that's original. And so it's just taking ideas and building on them and creating your own out of them. Oh, exactly. I love that. Okay. So kind of on this like similar idea, do you have any tips for how to be consistent in, you know, creating content while also being flexible and not so robotic in the creation process? 
I also think that this is one of the things that you have to adapt to your own lifestyle and your own personality because I have found what works for me does not work for a lot of my clients and vice versa. But I will say, I'll give an example of like my experience doing this. Basically what I have, I guess, decided works for me is not planning out a bunch because I want to be able to to tune into my heart and to be able to be flexible on what I want to post. I mean, outside of like certain things, like maybe you're launching an offer and like you can plan that ahead. That's fine. Work that into your system. But for the most part, I just don't put pressure on myself to post all the time. Like I genuinely try to post when I feel inspired to and when I want to, because that is when I feel like it impacts more lives. Mm -hmm. So take what you love, drop what you don't. But I I just believe that taking the pressure off of ourselves to have to post every single day will change your life (laughs) and it will help you not be robotic because that's when, like I kind of mentioned earlier, your content gets forced and boring and not fun. And it's more of like a chore to do. So I really just believe that like, I mean, it is hard too, because as as a business owner, sometimes you need to post because this is your livelihood, right? Like this is how you make money and how you sell things. So in the moments where like, you know, you need to do something and you don't want to, I'll just say, okay, well, what's the bare minimum I need to do today to post? Like, is it just like a story, like slide to remind people that I'm still open for business and that I'm here? And for that day, I'll just say, yep, that's enough that's my 100% for the day. Like, that's good. Maybe tomorrow I'll have more to give and that's okay. So for me, I guess it's a very adaptable, flexible process. And that's what I love. I know that's not for everyone, but chances are, if you're listening to this, you might, you might just relate. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I think I've totally, like when I first started, I actually started that way of just like posting whenever Uh I wanted to. And then I was like, no, I'm ready to get more serious about this. And so then I was much more like strict, but then it got into like the forced and just, yeah, bored of it. And so then I swung back into like whatever I want, whenever I want. And now I feel like I'm kind of trying to find that like sweet spot, middle ground. Yeah. And that's hard. It takes a lot of error. Yeah. And I think it will probably continue to sway depending on my season of life. You know, I think a hundred percent we're never going to be. Yeah. Like, okay, this is what I'm going to do forever. It's like, this is what's working for me right now. And that may change in the next little bit, you know, like, I don't think consistency is something that we can like glue ourselves to or like try to do always because it's going to change. You got to be flexible. Your consistency as in your season of life is like a brand new mom versus like maybe before you had kids, like it's going to be different. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> You're going to exactly. have different time and energy to give. So it's just really giving yourself grace and being able to put in the work that you need to each day or that you want to, to meet your goals. Totally. I do think like, so what I've been doing lately is Thursday afternoons. So we have a babysitter come and that's like my content creation day. And so I think I used to like get so excited about creating content that I just wanted to like post it right then. But something that's been helpful is like, I only do it in my journal right now, like a paper and pen, like 
phone away, computer away so that I'm not like, oh, well, let me just like look at what this other, I don't know. I get too caught up into like, trying to copy or please my audience. So uh -huh. it's been really good to just have like a pen and paper. And that's where I have like all my content with like exactly what words I want to come up in the reel or exactly what I say in the reel or exactly the carousels I want to make so that when I'm not feeling like creating content, I have stuff to pull from right there because yes. it's already created. Because like I know Thursday afternoons are like a quiet, I'm generally in a good place at that time. I love that. And I, th I would totally recommend that people do that. Like I have, I call it my content bank. Okay. <laughs> write down my little thoughts and just that's where I keep everything. And like, I am like you, I don't always feel like that I want to sit there and whip out a reel or think about content ideas. But if I need ideas, I, I go back to my content bank and I'm like, okay, yeah, this feels good. We can do this. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which no. can be an easy way to like, I guess just doing that. Like I said, it goes back to implementing it into like your own lifestyle and finding what works for you right? Because you have like your Thursdays where you set aside time to go in and record things and make sure things get done. And I love that because that works for you and like your season of life and everyone mm -hmm. can choose what that looks like for the themselves. Yes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Totally agree. Is there anything else that you want to touch on today? I mean, overall, I just wanted to let anyone listening to this know that you have so much power to do good in this world. And then the power of social media is truly endless. And when it's in the hands of people like you that are choosing to make a difference and serve others, like you truly are making a difference in this world. And I just want you to know how much that means to me as like a creator. Keep it up. It just makes me super happy that there are people like you and me out there who are really striving to do good and to be a good influence on the world around us because it can be a scary and dark place so I just wanted to add that because I feel like if people are listening to this they need to know that they are doing a great job and they have so much good to offer well this is going to make me emotional just thinking about it because that's really like why I felt so pressed to start mindful with media because it's exactly like you're saying yeah like we were talking about at the beginning social media does get a bad rap but we can change that like we we can create good on there and we can put good content exactly. out there that inspires people and makes people feel loved and valued and and I build a community of like yeah. people that are like in the same phase of life as you that like have the same beliefs as you that you can actually be friends with and yes. like impact their lives. And I just think that is so freaking amazing that we can do that. Yes. I I wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly agree. That was so beautifully said. And I'm grateful for you that you're figuring out social media so you can teach and help the rest of us do it in a way that feels aligned and feels good and doesn't feel pressured and yeah. Like racing to the top. That just feels like doing it for the right reasons. For sure. Will you let my listeners know where they can find you and how they can work with you? Absolutely. My Instagram is at Hey Allie Glover. Allie is spelled A L L Y. <laughs> I still get that misspelled to this day, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I basically, like I mentioned, I offer a variety of custom social media management services 
and more recently, a lot of like mindset coaching and strategy coaching for creators and business owners, which I love. I'm completely obsessed with it. I also just wanted to plug in my new offer that's going to be launching here in a month. I haven't even talked to anyone about it. So you guys oh are my getting gosh. a little tea <laughs> on this, but it is a new program and it's called Create with Ease. And it's going to be a three-month group coaching course with also personal one-on-one calls with me where we're going to work together to uncover like how to simplify your own social media strategy and make it work for your own lifestyle and business. So, okay. So basically this was just like a little (laughs) taste of what we'll get with you. Yeah. Lots of good things to come. Oh my gosh. That is amazing. What's it called again? Create with ease. Isn't that just like make you want to sigh with like oh (laughs) yeah because that's my goal I'm like I just want to be like have everything be as simple as possible and like as fulfilling to your soul as possible like that's just my whole goal in all of this is helping people be able to do that I love that oh I'm so excited about that so if they follow you on Instagram they'll get updates on when that's available okay yep stay tuned Awesome. Thank you so much, Allie. I will put in the show notes your a link to your Instagram too, so people can find you there. You're so sweet. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. You're the best. If you feel like your life is good, but it could be better, I would love to chat with you. The only way for me to explain what I do is for you to experience it. You can sign up for a free coaching session using the link in the show notes.